It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross right here. Bill Adams has the day off. Uh, hopefully uh, he'll be back tomorrow. Diener filling in, licking his wounds over there in the corner, just telling me the highlights or the lowlights of yeah. the Miami Dolphins game last night. I'm so sorry because oh, I know exactly how you feel. It's rough. Watching Ohio State lose to Michigan was like eh, right in the heart. You know? Just an na- embarrassment on national TV. Gotta love that. I'm sorry. I love it. Uh, more Americans, by the way, just so you know, traveling by plane or vehicle this holiday season. Uh, AAA, we talked about this yesterday, 115 million Americans will travel at least 50 miles over the last 10 days of the year. It's the highest projection since 2019. I think they said like 75 million are traveling by plane. <laughs> it's like something ridiculous. Wow. So I'm just <laughs> saying, 100 and maybe it was 75 million by car and the rest by plane. Okay. Maybe that's it, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of people on the road. And speaking of being on the road, uh, they just came out with this weather alert. Today should be okay. Tomorrow it starts to get kind of funky. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're talking lots of rain, lots of wind. Yeah. So it, it, it's going to be ugly for like the rest of the week, unfortunately. I came across, I was, I was kind of uh, scrolling through Twitter last night, and I came across Mike's weather page, and he's showing this forecast with the GFS model and the Euro model and like this. What, like a hurricane coming our way? Yeah, and it was like this, you know, storm system. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, what the heck is it? Did he put up like a, a tweet from four months ago or something? What is this? Really? And apparently it's this storm system that's supposed to be, you know, coming through. It's causing these high winds, a bunch of rain. You know, cover up all those plugs on the lawn. I know <laughs> with all the blow-ups and everything, all your lights on the lawn. I mean, come on. Like, it's two weeks before Christmas. And it's we have the to... Grinch. Jeez. I, I got a what hard time. My, rain my, here? my blow-ups keep on falling. My, I got a Jack Skellington, uh, a giant pig that died, <laughs> oh, by the way. Gosh. The pig died, yeah. I had to to throw that one in the garbage. But I got all these blow-ups, and, and, you know, then I got other stuff. But uh, it gets blown all over the yard, so just deflate them and bring them in or put them on the porch or in the garage or whatever the case may be. Put a rock on top of them. Put a rock on top of them. Uh, By the way, attorneys for Hunter Biden, they filed a motion yesterday afternoon in federal court in Delaware. They're trying to get the gun charges dismissed, saying it violates the whole collapsed plea agreement and that the plea agreement that he had is still in effect. I'm like, okay, tell that to the IRS in California that just yeah, right. those, those other charges. These people just don't give they, up. They, are, they, they just don't. They don't care. They think, you know, the law doesn't apply to them. They can do whatever they want because they're the royalty. They're the world elite. and. Nah, gosh, he'll go down one of these days. Uh, speaking of going yeah, he's down, he's going to go down. That's for sure. It used Way to, down. it used to be like you know when if you looked for a house anywhere in South Florida, you always looked for the school rating because it used to be if the school got an A, they got more state funding, or if they got a B, they got less state funding, or whatever the case may be. Uh, they just released the grades for the districts throughout the state. Um, Palm Beach County dropped from an A to a B. Really, Indian River County, the only county around us, I would say, that has an A. Wow. Yeah, they went up. They went from a B to an A. Martin and St. Lucie maintained B school grades. Okeechobee maintained a C grade. Uh, I don't have Broward and Miami-Dade. I'm just going north and west. Uh, but uh, they say it doesn't affect funding anymore. But it you know, it will affect, I guess, if, if you're looking for a school. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean just, it might have a, an effect on that. Right. Overall perception, you know, if you're moving to the county or, you know, whatever it might be, you see, oh, this, you know. School is an A last year, now it's a B. What happened? 
Yeah. Well, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I got to give kudos to my granddaughter's uh, ele- uh, elementary school. She's in kindergarten. She does more in kindergarten than I did in the fifth grade. <laughs> Isn't like, that true? I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's horrifying. It's like, oh my god! And like, and they do this thing because you know, it, it's funny. Their their drop off line and their pickup line at her elementary school is like, it, it's 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 precise. It's yeah, the best there is. Oh good. And they said years ago, some guy that was a manager at Chick Fil A helped design it. Oh, is that right? So, but they have <laughs> real funny. life elves on the shelf. So oh. there's an elf on the shelf every day when you go to drop them off and pick them up. Oh, that's funny. And it's one of the teachers just sitting there, and they're hysterical. <laughs> they're just like, they don't move. I'm like, oh, my God, she's just sitting there not moving. It's, that is it's too great. Funny. It really is really, really good. So, I mean, it, it, at least at least they got that to look forward to. Yeah. You're well, so right, though, when it comes to the curriculum. I noticed that even with, with homeschooling, with, with Killian and Aria, my two little monsters, the, Your kids comes, aren't monsters. No, know. You know, with, with third grade and first grade, I'm doing some stuff with, with Killian, right, in third grade. Where I'm thinking... He in algebra? No, basically. <laughs> like, I think he's probably going to hit it next year for fourth grade. That's incredible. I'm doing some of the stuff with him. I'm like, I didn't start doing this until I was, like, in middle school. Oh, yeah. Specifically with, like, the grammar and everything. He's writing essays in third grade. In the third grade? I'm like, I didn't start writing essays until I was in eighth grade. So yeah, I mean, I was I, say, I'm not it's close to high school. Yeah, like I, I guess you know it's a good thing, right? I mean, you learn these skills early on. It's just I was shocked. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm teaching you how to write an essay, and you're nine years old. You know, I think the Japanese had a great deal to do with all of this because remember where we would rate internationally? Yeah. The United States was like way down here, and there was always Japan and like Vietnam and yeah. those kind of you know southeastern countries that were way way up on top because they started this kind of stuff early you got to remember kids are like sponges especially at a certain age you can throw anything at them and they just suck it all up and they retain it and and then all of a sudden you know you get to high school and that retention doesn't last as long so maybe you know educators and and people far smarter than me figured all this out and say throw it all at them when they're little and they'll remember it no they do great with it yeah yeah I my Nora can count backwards from a hundred. I can't do that. I can't even. Yeah, I know it. It's like <laughs> you're five years old. That's I didn't great. know what a hundred was. Yeah, Never mind. Right. right. Holy cow. Anyway, um, do I have time? No. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Would you sell your dog for two hundred thousand dollars? A woman on TikTok, of course, she's going, as they say, viral. Oh, of course. Uh, her name is Alexis Elliott. She has, I guess, she has a uh, uh, Doberman. It's a puppy. And she was walking down the street, and I guess some other guy on TikTok who's trying to get all the clicks mm-hmm. is offering anybody who'll listen to him $200,000 for her dog. Her comment was, I couldn't. He's like my child. I almost birthed this dog. And I'm what? like, what is wrong with you, <laughs> number one? But they asked a bunch of people, would you sell your dog for $200,000? I don't know if it's I a would. a lot of money. It is. I don't know. Most I- people, by the way. Yeah. They take the money. Really? Yeah. Wow. Most people on TikTok, yeah. Well, Not like the majority. $200,000 is a lot of money. It is. I can, I can finally, you know, just about pay off my bills. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you think about. about it. You know, you might have, you could pay off your mortgage, you could pay off all your bills, maybe all your cars, college loans, whatever the case may be. It's a lot of money and you think, well, I love my dog, but at the same token, if it can get you completely out of debt, you can always get another dog. I sell myself for two hundred grand. Oh well, I'd say <laughs> uh, me a quarter. <laughs> anyway. 
Oh when we get, uh, am I done now? When we yes. get back, I'll tell you why you'd sell your dog for two hundred thousand dollars because the cost of a pet is like astronomical. Oh, and what did our president do yesterday? Open mouth, insert foot. But more importantly, oh. who's going to the White House today to beg for more money? Oh boy, we'll talk about this and so much more coming up next at eight fifty WFTL. Oh, we have breaking news. Usually doesn't happen during our show here at the Mighty 850 WFTL. Well, yeah, what do you got? Well, it's it's really not so much breaking, but <laughs> it is now it's uh, it's reality. Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard, according to the Harvard Crimson, the school's newspaper, it will stay on as the school's president, despite the fact of the huge anti-Semitism scandal going on. Well, uh, they say that the school's Harvard Crimson is reporting that the Harvard Corporation, the college's highest governing body, uh, supports Claudine Gay, and she will remain Harvard's president. That despite the fact that mega donors, including Bill Ackerman, say that the school is in uh, potential danger of losing a billion dollars in donations. Good. Good. We shall see. You know, that's, that's what it takes. She ain't going anywhere. We knew that was coming. So I would assume MIT's president's probably safe. I don't know the difference between Harvard, MIT, and I mean, obviously the differences, but I mean with their governing bodies and UPenn because uh, Penn's, that, you know, president stepped down, well, resigned, but she stays on as a college professor in the law school. This is what happens. You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I, I Well, I shouldn't say that. I am a little shocked because I had said yesterday that I thought by the end of the week all three presidents would be gone. But that's just the, I guess, you know, even even in my old age, I'm still naive and I think people are going to do the right thing. Old age. Yes, that's right. <laughs> At 38. That's right. Old age. 37, actually. 37. Sorry, I've aged you. <laughs> I still got six months to go. Um, it's just, it's, <laughs> but, that, but then I'm reminded that pond scum sticks together. And they they protect their own, and that's they that's do. what happened at Harvard. That's exactly what happened. Uh, it's uh, the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams got the day off. He'll be back tomorrow, and that's Dina over there the, talking about pond scum. That's right. Uh, speaking, speaking of which, um, it should be interesting to see. Uh, Mr. Zelensky goes to the Washington D.C. today. Zelensky will be at the White House. And this is per our president invited him there. Uh, he's there because uh, he wants to get more money, obviously, for his war. It's hundred. I think it's $161 billion package the president is floating out. Uh, it includes money for Ukraine and Israel and other national security priorities, but does not include the U.S. southern border. And what a joke. Republicans are like, you know, we're not going to give anybody a cent until you put in the border. So we shall see. So they want the new Speaker of the House to face Zelensky face-to-face to tell him why he's giving him the money. And he's funny. The guy's like, yeah, I'll tell him face-to-face. I don't care. I got to get a cent from us. I mean, you think about it this way, right? If, like, someone you know asks you for, I don't know, 500 bucks. Like, hey, man, look, you know, I'm, I'm down right now. I need some help. I need 500 bucks. And you're like, sorry, dude. Like, I got bills. Like, rent is due. I, I, I can't afford to give you $500. You have to take care of your home first. And that's what this administration has been neglecting for the past, what, two and a half years? Uh, Almost three years? He can, he's done a lot of damage. He really has. And, and I, I, every time I mention 
and uh, Bill will say it, it what, what can possibly go wrong next? It's like, don't say it because something catastrophic happens next. They give funding to stupid stuff or they take funding away from a police department or a fire station. Look at this. The president was in Philadelphia yesterday to give money back to Philadelphia for stations they had closed because they stopped the funding to the cops and the firefighters. I told, Hello? I told you and Bill this. I saw this in real time. I always thought some of that stuff was, was exaggerated until we went to Austin, Texas over the summer. When, when, when uh, Kristen and I went there for her friend's birthday, and I saw in real time what a city looks like, what a liberal-run city looks like when they defund the police department. And how bad was it? It was horrific. It was like something out of a post-apocalyptic movie. Really? I mean, it was it, it was terrible. It was, like, it was like being in the middle of RoboCop in like old Detroit. Did you fear for your life when you were walking around? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I mean, there was, you're there too. Isn't that where they have all those murders taking place? That's right. They, think yeah, that they, they, won't, say, they won't say it's a serial killer. Yeah. And I do believe he's killing all gay men. Yeah, but they won't say that either. I remember hearing about that while we were there. Yeah, driver, they're finding him in the lake. It. Bodies yeah. in the lake. And it's happening like, you know, once a month, twice a month. But they, they kind of poo-poo it and hush-hush it mm-hmm. because they, right. don't wanna, they don't want to kill the tourism. Uh, you're killing people. I think maybe other people should know and would not come to visit your city if that were the they case. They had up a big billboard. I'll never forget it. As soon as we got into Austin city limits, they had a, a, big, a big billboard. $10,000 signing bonus for police officers. They're trying to rehire because uh, they're so down. Okay, so <laughs> as, a, as a cop, do you want to go there when you know that they're probably at a third of their staff? So you're going to have twice of a battle, three times of a battle to get things back to normal? I hope they can clean it up somehow. It was it was honestly disgusting. I mean, it was, there were some good parts. I hate to trash the city of Austin. But right. I mean, I've there never were some been good to parts. Austin. I've been to Houston. I've been to Dallas. Never been to Austin. It was um, it was rough. Really? It that's, was rough. That's it's, sad. It is sad because it, w- it wasn't like that. And that's, now it is. That's, that's really, really sad. And that's what happens with these with these policies when you don't take care of your home first and you're too busy paying guys like Zelensky who remember remember as the war started I'm going to die they're going to kill me any oh yeah day remember now. he had said he had a, a an elite squad of fourteen yeah. uh, I guess they that you would call them like hitmen from Russia that were out to get him. He's still alive. The guy's yeah. been on the covers of international exactly. magazines. He's on every news story in the world. He does, yeah. He goes to the Today Show. He Please. goes to Fox. He goes he to CNN. He does speeches on the Oscars. It's and like, okay, shut up. Robert De Niro <laughs> clapping. Oh, I love you, Zelensky. Jeez. Get me all worked up here, Jen. I'm sorry. Last time I asked you the hypothetical situation, would you sell your dog for $200,000? This woman on TikTok. I lean toward no, by the way. You do? Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> That was that was gen code for you idiots. <laughs> I know you long enough to know what that what that means. Okay, okay. Just you saying. moron. They that's, they that's they, they broke down what the average cost of your four legged pet costs you. Yes, and mind you, I have five dogs. I was going to say I only have cats. one. This is why you're okay with horses, selling yours. Yes. <laughs> After you have all these expenses, it's like okay, good. Yes. One, I'm missing one, no big deal. Anyway, <laughs> the average pet person parent spends almost five thousand dollars a year on one dog, wow. one cat. Uh, it uh, looked at two thousand. They talked to two thousand dog and cat owners. Okay, now it found that the cost. This is food, toys, clothes, treats, health needs. Uh, one of the biggest expenses: food. Yeah, six hundred and thirty-three bucks a year on food for one pet. That's conservative. I was go- oh, going closer to a thousand. Food's really expensive. Yeah, it's yeah, and you look and it depends. You know, if you got a little dog, 
you know, that you can go buy that that stuff that, you know, like Dr. Marty's, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that, that supposedly will change your dog's life because it's expensive. But if you got a little chihuahua, chihuahua and it eats like a <laughs> tablespoon of food, right. it, it'll last a month. Me, that's a treat, you know. Yeah. I get, my smallest dog weighs 110 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now the puppy, this stupid puppy, I got this Great Dane puppy. What was I thinking? I got another Great Dane. This puppy, she's like nine, 90 pounds now. Oh, god! She's growing in leaps and bounds. Oh and, and, and she's all, she's like you know, like a, a teenager, you know, she's like all legs and she's all over the place and she slides around. Oh, God. It's, she's you have ever, giant horses, oh, giant God. dogs. It's like, help me, why am I doing this? But anyway, uh, food was first and then uh, the vet bills, 600, actually uh, 645 bucks for vets. Yeah. So hey, you're looking at almost five grand a year for your your vets and wow. your food and your clothes. Take the clothes out, you may save a couple of hundred bucks. All right, now I'm reconsidering the whole selling for two hundred <laughs> so, grand. See, so if somebody offers you two hundred thousand dollars for that that little poochie you have, sell it. No, I'm teasing. I don't think I would sell any of my animals. Uh, coming up next, rapid fire. That's where we come to the table hey. with some news stories. I got some. I got some doozies for you coming up next. I don't I, know what Diener's working on over I've there. I've got the good and the bad of football from last. Okay. Good and bad. I have uh, the great about medicine. This oh. is a huge breakthrough, and this wow. is going to be—it's going to be wonderful. So we'll have that and more coming up next at eight fifty WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk eight fifty WFTL. That's where we go around the room. We each present a story or two, and uh, the other ones chime in and either trash it or love it. This one you're going to love. Diener Bill's gone, by the way. He'll be back tomorrow, so Diener and I have to do extra time here. Uh, <laughs> it is called the CRISPR-based gene editing therapy. Whoa. Put it this way. CRISPR technology won the Nobel Prize in 2020, and rightfully so. Modern medicine, this step, this, this much closer to curing sickle cell disease. Wow. Now, the UK authorized the world's first gene editing treatment for sickle cell back in a couple of months ago. So it's just, I mean, that would be amazing if they're able to actually come out with this. And I mean, you talk about something that's been just a terrible disease for people. It's horrible. So the U.S. Uh, Drug and Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, they approved the same treatment like last week. Okay. It's the first CRISPR-based gene editing thera- therapy to be approved in the United States. Okay. It's called the Case V. Why treatment. I know it gets kind of... What they basically do is they edit the genes so they can turn off a disease. Wow. So they they go into the body. It's a one-time deal. They go into the body. They change your gene, however they edit it, so it turns off the sickle cell disease so you don't get the disease. Isn't that amazing? Can this not work with like everything else too? Well, that's what they're looking at. Uh, they say you have to, it's a one-time transformative therapy. You have to be eligible. Uh, obviously, I'm sure you'd have to get in touch with your doctor. But they say the results have been astronomical, that they wow. actually kill the disease. That's so amazing. Just think if they can do this, the same kind of situation with, you know, whatever other genetic diseases they're going to deal with or cancer. Right. I mean, it's a big deal. So it, No, it is. I mean, that's something that they've been trying to figure out for a long time. You see that in science fiction movies where they're able to, you know, do that type of gene editing to essentially take out imperfections. Yeah. What they do is wow. the CRISPR thing. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's basically repetitive sequences of DNA that they develop. Incredible. So the DNA develops, the good stuff develops, and it kills off the bad stuff. It really is pretty phenomenal. So uh, they may have a cured sickle cell. 
Well, good for them. Keep an eye on that one. That's yeah, amazing. It's a big deal. So the good news and the bad news of Monday Night Football. Okay. We're going to start off with the bad news so we can end on a good note here okay. today. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll say I'm sorry now because you are devastated. And I, I appreciate your sympathy. It's terrible. The Miami Dolphins. The bad news, they played awful last night, and they're tied in that game. This is an all-time loss, by the way. And so Who did they play? They played the Tennessee Titans last night. The Titans are 4-8 and eight coming into that game. 4-8 and eight on the season. They had not won a road game all year long. The Miami Dolphins... Nine and three had not lost a home game all year long. Monday that night changed football last night. It sure did. Monday night football prime time. You're trying to make an MVP case for Tua and Tyree Hill. They're both MVP candidates. Not anymore this morning because they, you know what, the bed. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened? Thirteen all. Okay, they could not do anything on offense last night. With five minutes left in the game, they get two turnovers. The, oh. the, the Titans turned it over twice in a row with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the Dolphins were able to score two touchdowns. And I'm sitting on the couch like every other Dolphin fan saying, wow, we escaped this one. They played terrible, and they're going to end up winning by 14 points. Holy cow. That wasn't the case because they were up by 14. 14 points with about three and a half minutes left to play. No. The Tennessee Titans became the first team ever. Uh-oh. 762 times. A team that has been down by 14 points or more with under four minutes to play has lost the game 762 times. Ouch. The Miami Dolphins found a way to be the first one to lose a game like that. I'm sorry. The Titans came back roaring and scored a touchdown, two-point conversion, down six. Dolphins couldn't do anything on offense again. They punt the ball. The Titans get the ball back. They score, take the lead 28-27. to Dolphins get the ball back with a chance to go down the field and win the game with a minute left. All you need is a field goal. All you need is a field goal. And they couldn't even do that. I'm sorry. They lose an all-timer, an incredible embarrassment. They threw up all over themselves in primetime television. And now they're 9-4. And uh, basically, if, in, essentially in danger of, of missing out on every single goal that they had this season because of one incredible, inexcusable loss. Devastating, wow. disgusting, nauseating. I'm That's sorry. the bad from football. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. How many more games are there? Uh, four. Okay. Hopefully they'll win all those. I mean, look, they, it hurts this morning because of how incredibly inexcusable and improbable that loss was. And it, it really kills their season for a lot of things that they were going for as far as a number one seed, MVP, things like that. I mean, there are people who are going to be disagreeing with me and say they can still get the number one seed. We'll see. There's four games left. We'll see. But it's just, gosh, that just killed momentum. It's an absolute mood killer. It's a momentum killer. It, it just it shifts everything that you had going into the well, last You have to be positive that they're going to win the next four games. Just disgusting. I'm sorry. Okay, so what's the good news? Oh, I'll do that for the second story. Oh, okay. All right. And then a good good. A note. new study just broke down your favorite Christmas songs by state, as well as the most disliked. Okay. If Last you Christmas ha- from Wham. Uh, okay. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, but that's okay. Hate it. The number one song loved by everybody in more than 10 states. Oh, uh, White uh, Christmas. No, think about it. Uh, oh, Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey. Good Lord. All I Want for Christmas. As a matter of fact, it is the most popular Christmas song. Why? By the way, that song 
for her. It's the most searched song in both the Northeast and the South. Not Florida, however. Good. Forbes says Mariah makes each and every year with that song two and a half million dollars. Are you serious? Yeah. Just the residuals from that song. Uh, The most popular songs other than All I Want for Christmas, Run Rudolph Run. Love that song. It's the most wonderful time of year. Okay. Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls. Yeah, classics. Okay, then they broke it down by state in Florida. What do you think the favorite Christmas song is? Let it snow. It is none of those. (laughs) You would think it would be something like that. Think of the population of South Florida, the demographic of South Florida. Something old? (laughs) How about something Spanish? Okay. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Our favorite song here. Oh, my God. Help us. Something old. What do you want from me? White Christmas. Yes, it should have been that. But anyway, uh, yeah, Feliz Navidad is our favorite song. Oh. At least according to the little searches. Can't go wrong with a little uh, Jose Feliciano. Yeah, I know. I love him. Anyway. that song. uh, uh, What's the good news in football (laughs) over there? Old man. Something old. (laughs) The good news. The other Monday Night Football game last night. It was a doubleheader, actually. And I just love this story. There were two games last night? There were, yeah. Is that normal? Not really. They only do it a, a couple times a year. Um, the Giants are playing the Packers, and Packers fans feel kind of similar to how Dolphins fans feel today. Packers fans trying to make the playoffs, and a very winnable game against the Giants. The Giants end up winning. So here's the thing. What I love about this story is, and I actually put it on the Morning Show blog, because oh, I think did it's you so really? great. They're a third-string quarterback. This kid's name is Tommy DeVito. Oh, okay? Italian boy. Uh, yes. Born and raised. Jersey kid. Grew up five miles from the stadium. His parents still live in the same house. He went to Syracuse to play quarterback at Syracuse, stayed in, you know, stayed in the state pretty much, and actually got drafted by the Giants, you know, late, late in the draft. Everyone's figuring, well, you know, Tommy DeVito. Not like he, you know, lit up the world as a college quarterback. He was good, so you're never probably gonna see him again. Here he comes as a third string quarterback because everybody else got injured for the Giants. And he's lighting up the Giants and winning games. No, really? Hometown hero. The fans <laughs> love him. They give him a nickname, Tommy Cutlets. Tommy Cutlets? <laughs> Tommy Cutlets. And he still lives with his parents in Jersey. Oh, come on. Does he really? I swear to you. It's a great story. What makes it even better is this hometown hero thing. It's, it's, it's really fun to watch, actually. It's really cool. You have to check this out on the Morning Show blog. His agent. This guy... He was at the game last night kissing his parents because Tommy DeVito helped to win the game. They led him down the game-winning drive. He's up there celebrating. He's in the stands. <laughs> this guy is someone out of central casting for a gangster movie. No, come on. I swear to you. He's wearing a pinstripe suit oh, and a pinstripe hat to match. <laughs> you have to see this guy to believe it. Tommy DeVito's oh. agent. And, it's, and then Tommy DeVito, every time he scores a touchdown, he does, you know, the the Italian hand gesture. You know, the oh, like a, two fingers to yeah, the thumb move, move back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like his thing now. And the fans, the fans love him because he's one of them. That's He's awesome. a normal guy. That's awesome. It's really fun. So you check it out, 850 WF. Tommy DeVito. Yeah. I love him just because he's Italian. Good stuff. He's like my Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo at San Francisco that's that right. I keep on picking, even though he left San Francisco <laughs> years ago. But yes. that's besides the point. <laughs> so, you know, I a good note oh, after. good. Wanting to uh, throw myself out the balcony today. I'm sorry, the don't don't throw throw yourself off the balcony, please, please. <laughs> hey, some good news about Brightline coming up next. What?
Did you not hear me? Coming up next. <laughs> I want to know now. <laughs> you got to wait. <laughs> I guess I'll stick around to find out. And uh, it's time to, it's all going to be all state news. Look up once again. Because oh. I refuse to talk about Harvard because I'm so upset about Harvard. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about state stuff when we get back right here at 850 WFTL. East South Florida Morning Show, Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, back tomorrow. Diener is still here, filling in and keeping me company. The Supreme Court uh, has granted an extraordinary request by dear old special counsel Jack Smith to quickly consider whether or not to hear arguments and rule on Donald Trump's claim that he has total immunity from prosecution of anything to do uh, because he was in the White House when January 6th took place. So uh, Supreme Court says they'll rule. That's going to be interesting. Should be see, it should be interesting to see how they rule. So, uh, I, I think uh, he didn't do anything wrong, so I don't know why they're worried about it. But Jack Smith wants to start the trial by March 4th, so that's why he's asking for a speedy determination from the Supreme Court. Wait, what a jerk he is, huh? Yeah. Jack Smith. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> it's, it, it, I put them all together. You know, I, it, I said I didn't want to talk about Harvard. If you missed it, uh, the breaking news was despite all the anti-Semitism that's going on on the campus at Harvard, uh, Claudine Gay gets to keep her job as president of Harvard. Much the dismay of many of the alumni, a lot of students as well, uh, and a lot of the people who donate money to Harvard. So uh, she will stay on. I don't know what kind of changes are going to take place at Harvard or UPenn or MIT or Columbia or any other universities across the nation, but hopefully something will change because of it. But she Mm. gets to stay because, I don't know, she got support from people. I don't get it. Pond scum supports other pond scum. Yeah, they do. I I told you last night, go outside and look up. Yeah, I did. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Not my fault that SpaceX nixed them all, uh-huh. so they're going to try again tonight. By the way, did you see what they did at Vandenberg in California? No. They tested that system that takes out missiles in the event we're getting attacked. Right. It worked. Oh. A boom. Really? That's what Space Force is all about, uh-huh. by the way. You think those satellites they're launching for, for internet? Yeah, sure. <laughs> they're spy satellites. Anyway, they're going to try again tonight. 814 is the first one, and then the second one, the Falcon 9 takes off at 1102, if wow. you care. Well, I'll try again. So, well, at least try to watch the first one. I was out there last night. In fact, my whole family was out there, Jen. And again, what are you looking at me for? It like is, it's my fault. You're a rocket launch. <laughs> <laughs> We're out there ready to see this thing. And I'm the one who had to be the bearer of bad news because I always go onto YouTube to see, okay, is it on time? Okay, I this go year, to some live stream. You know, you know the little monkey app that we all have? Yes, okay, space, so a little monkey. space monkey, right? Yeah. Okay, take that with you because it tells you almost instantly if it gets scrubbed. Uh, that's a good point. Okay, so you can't blame me for your stupidity. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, so tonight maybe you'll get to see it. I think the weather's going to be a problem. Last night it was it was technical stuff, but tonight it might be the weather. Mm. Speaking of which, they're saying oh, like, this is bad. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It, it's going to how many inches of rain? Are they say we're going to get like five. The forecast for for rain from today until Sunday is depending where you are seven, six, five inches of oh, rain. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, how are we doing in the, the frozen tundra north? Is it worse or better? Is it better? A is little bit better. We're, we're on the low end of like, you know, okay. close, like high fours. But the further south you go, apparently, like Palm Beach counties, the five, Broward into days, like six to seven inches forecast wow, of rain. It, and they got whacked at that last storm. That's remember? right. Broward got flooded. So apparently That's we're horrible. getting a uh, December, you know, tropical low here. This thing is coming up from the Gulf. And it's uh, well. That's that's where you. If you're wondering today, where's all? What's all this wind? How come it's gonna be be raining tomorrow on Friday? This is why it's climate change. Oh, just so yes. you know. 
You know that's what they're going to say. I forgot. Al Gore climate was change. right. It's climate change. We're all going to sink. Brightline. Uh, by the way, uh, it, it's still down to, I guess they're going to decide at the beginning of the year where the one on the Treasure Coast is going to be. Yesterday, Martin County gave Brightline their decision as to where the station's going to be. I think it's I think it's near the courthouse. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think that was the site they picked. They're still waiting for Fort Pierce because it's coming down to Stewart of Fort Pierce who's going to get the station. But yesterday, their latest expansion is gaining momentum. Uh, the company told uh, the Florida House panel it's planned to extend its operations into Tampa Bay, making tremendous strides. So what's going to happen is you can go to Orlando, wow. then from Orlando you're going to shoot over to Tampa, and they're going to go right along I-4. That's uh, big. This yeah, is what you, big you and Bill have been talking about this. That, came, that was kind of their ultimate plan was to connect you know, Tampa to Orlando, to the Palm Beaches, down to you know, Broward and Dade. That's, that's big. Well, they, yesterday they submitted this, the Tampa representatives, a $50 million request to improve the rail system along I-4 which is where Brightline hopes to set up the service. Plus, they talked about yesterday they're going to add more stops around Orlando, so I bet you Disney ends up coming back on board. They eventually. should. I don't know why they shied away from it. Either that or they're going to go to Universal first. It'll be one yeah, of the two. Right. You know? right now they have shuttle buses, I do believe, running from the, like the airport because that's where you know it goes now, and you can hop on a bus to get to Disney or Universal right. or SeaWorld or wherever it is that you're going. But I think it's cool that they're going to expand it. It'd be nice. Would you take it? If it becomes affordable, because right now it, it is it is cost prohibitive, at least, you know, for me and eight other people. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a yeah, lot of money. If it's, right. If it's affordable, convenient. Yeah, sure. Okay. You know, save the drive. We shall see what happens. So, so good luck with Brightline. Uh, coming up, we'll tell you what happened with the president yesterday. Open mouth, insert foot. Boy, he loves to tell a story about lies. That's, that's what he does. And, you know, the fire department saved his wife's life again. Oh, anyway, wow. we'll talk about that. And you need to go buy a lottery ticket. Tell you why. Coming up next, 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, it's going to be a party at the White House today because uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky is headed there on the B of the president of the United States because he wants him to meet the new speaker of the house. And, you know, I'm sure the turtle Mitch McConnell, he'll be there. A few <laughs> others. I, I don't know who else, but uh, uh, the, uh, the president, our president wants uh, members of Congress to explain to Zelensky face to face why he's not getting his hundred billion dollar package. I, I think it's 161 billion altogether. And it's for Israel, Ukraine, and a couple other things. Now, the Republicans are saying they're not going to say yes to any of it because it doesn't include any money for the southern border here in the United States. And that's, that's the problem. And that's the problem. So, uh, you know what? Eventually, it's, it's it basically right now it's a, it's a, it's a poker game. Who's going to blink first? Think about that, though. I mean, think about the, the statement there. Like, that's what they're actually doing. This, this current presidential administration... They are more focused on foreign aid than they are things things to fix here in in in, in the homeland. True. I mean that's that's the argument. And this and this <laughs> following the fact that the C, the the FBI director has come out and said we are in the worst possible situation we've ever been for a homegrown terrorist attack. Yeah, it's true. And and so it, it, it's it's come on. You know what? You missed 9-11, who it says you're going to catch in the next terrorist attack. Right. I, I'm just saying, not to scare anybody, but 
It's true. They they caught how many how many of those Chinese nationals did they catch coming across the border with their matching suitcases and their matching shoes? I was like, oh my God, they send in their own army. Exactly. It's 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 you know they're not supposed to. These people aren't supposed to be here, and they're just walking across the border in you know Texas and Arizona. I feel bad for Texas and Arizona. They get the brunt of everything. It really is. Uh, our president, do you have that cut? I don't mean to put you on the spot. Sure. He was in Philadelphia yesterday to uh, release funding to reopen uh, three Philadelphia fire stations that had been closed for whatever reason. Uh, but, of course, he had to share with the firefighters present how great they were because firefighters saved his wife's life. What a joke. What happened was uh, there was a lightning struck a little pond behind my house hit a wire, came up through the basement of my home and three stories and the smoke literally ended up being that thick, literally that thick. You've seen it, you guys have seen it. I wasn't there and my wife was there and my my dog and my cat <laughs> and my 67 Corvette, um, but all kidding aside, they saved my wife, got her out, saved my home. It was a small kitchen fire. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've had worse and stuff. I, I, have you ever had a kitchen fire? They're ugly. They're scary. I had a pot. I had glass. I bought these new glass pots. Oh. They said they were fine to cook in. Uh-oh. I, one, I was making spaghetti. So I, well, I'll try one of these glass pots. It blew up on the stove. It oh. was the most horrifying experience of my life. Oh, my, my gosh. My kids to this day say I try to kill them. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was horrifying. But anyway, so oh, it, this, it has been proven time and, and time again. And I think the president was more concerned about his 67 Corvette than he was about Jill, to be Probably. honest with you. Yeah. Uh, that it was an extremely small fire contained to the kitchen. And when he was talking about smoke that thick, he was holding out like his arms, you know, like arm's length. It's smoke that thick. So anyway, the last time we heard him tell this story, and and if you're a firefighter and you're sitting there in this firehouse and you're listening to the president of the United States, what are you supposed to do? Just agree with him. But he did it in Lahaina. Remember when Maui burned down, he's sitting there talking about his house fire. I'm like, really? These people just lost everything they owned. Your kitchen got a little damaged. And you are you at the time were a senator and you're making, you know, billions of dollars. So shush. That is a story for anyone who cares to actually do three seconds of research. It is a story that has been disproven time and time again that it was amounted to a small kitchen fire that was, was nothing, yeah. Put out, no problem. And this guy always turns it into it was, you know, the house is burning down. My my wife, Jill, Hanging was... from the third story right. window. Help yeah. me, help me. <laughs> no, and the firefighters like... came in like a movie and <laughs> broke down the door. No, like stop already. It's yeah. He makes it. And, you know, any any fire is horrific. I, I that's another one of my big fears. I I don't like fires. Uh, last year around this time, actually, we had a, a two streets over. Uh, you could see the flames for miles. It was a very large home. It went up like in a, like a match. Really? Oh, that's a it, shame. And it started because of the Christmas tree. Uh, I mean, totally gutted this house. It was horrific. Wow. So anyway, just watch out for the fire and watch out for a present because he makes up stories. Uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> comes out on top again. And we're not talking about the Golden Globes. We will talk about those when we get back. Oh, this we still time, have two minutes, actually. I'm talking about her right now. Don't yeah. get nervous. Okay. 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 Just so you know. Taylor I, thought, Swift. I thought you were going to break already. I'm like, no, whoa. I'm not, whoa. I, I've learned. <laughs> Hold on, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned, even though you have no sleep over there. Okay. I've learned. I go to 12. Anyway, Beautiful. Taylor Swift, you know, Time Magazine's Person of the Year, 
You know, the one that made all kinds of millions and billions oh, of dollars. Okay, the global <laughs> superstar. Uh, yesterday, she donated out of the clear blue sky, and people are like, wow, this is pretty cool. She donated a million dollars to the Tennessee Emergency Response Fund at the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. And you're like, wow, that was really nice of her. What people don't realize is Taylor Swift attended a high school in one of the counties that was hit by the string of tornadoes. I think they said they had 30-something tornadoes. But the one that hit that one area, I can't, what was the name of the city that got clobbered? Clarksville, excuse me. Uh, It was an F3, 150 mile an hour winds. Uh, At least six people were killed, dozens more injured. There are hundreds that are homeless now because these tornadoes just devastated the area. But Taylor Swift comes through in the clutch, donates a million dollars to these people. Good for her. And hopefully they'll they'll find some, you know, solace in that and find maybe a place to stay. Because I know FEMA comes in. If you've never dealt, by the way, with an emergency situation like that, FEMA does incredible things. They come in, you know, and it's a, I know it's a government-run agency, but between FEMA and the Red Cross, they do a good they, job. They get these people either – what will happen is they'll put them in a hotel for a couple of days, but they get them trailers. FEMA brings in these trailers. Granted, they're not like your luxury fifth-wheel, you know, glamping campers, right. but still, it gives you a place to live and, a, you know, keeps you warm and dry and keeps you off the street, which is what you got to look forward to. That's all you can so, ask for in the situation. You're not kidding. You know what? And you'll be happy to know. Yes. Just so you know, they found the lost tomato in space. Oh, I, I was wondering about this. <laughs> you were so funny. You had no idea there was a to- It was a big deal because they grew a tomato in space. And so for the past like eight months, they've been blaming this one astronaut, Frank Rubio. <laughs> they guy. said that he ate it because <laughs> no one could find it. He was the last one who had it. And he said he lost it. And everyone said, how did you lose a tomato on the International Space Station? So for year, months, almost a year actually, it's been like eight months, yeah. they have blamed Frank Rubio for eating the only tomato grown in space. Well, yesterday they found the tomato. This or the day guy. before yesterday, they found the tomato. In some recess, some small recess, it's half, it's half deteriorated oh, inside no. the International Space Station. Poor tomato. So they have cleared Frank Rubio's name. I hope they all apologize to Frank Rubio. <laughs> they need to buy him tomatoes when they get back to Earth. It's been the standard joke that he ate the darn thing. Isn't Goodness that hysterical? Gracious. I think it's funny. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the Golden Globe Awards because it's TV and movies, and there's so many different categories. And I'm tired of talking about Harvard keeping its president and our president oh, line of the world them. and Zelensky going to the Capitol screw to beg for all, more money. Please, I, I want fluff. It's yes. coming up next Good. at 850 WFDL. <laughs> South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross. Bill uh, has the day off. He'll be back tomorrow, we hope. I got money on. He's not showing up again. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, tomorrow's the company Christmas party. Oh, geez. How do you like that? I keep forgetting about that. I got to bring a change of clothes because I can tell you right now, I'm not driving back up to Port St. Lucie to go I'm to Lake I'm not going to go to the Pizzle to go back. Are, are no. you staying down here too? I'm going to stay down here. You are such yeah. a wimp. I'm not driving back and forth. Are you crazy? Oh, my God. No. It's like a half hour drive. Oh, it's a half hour. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a big deal. It takes you 40 minutes to get home. It's going to take me an hour to get down to Lake Worth for the Christmas party, oh an hour to get God. home. Oh, my God. Let's get the no. violin out now. I am not driving back and forth. So uh, I'm just going to stay here. I, I love the fact, you know, I, by the time I leave, because I leave early, I, I go in, say hello. You know, you, you do the walk around the room. And then by five o'clock, it was a question. Like, she was just here. <laughs> I'm home by 6, in my pajamas by 6.30, and I'll see you later. <laughs> but you make your Classic. appearance, and you sneak through. And, and, and then Bill's great, because Bill and I have the whole thing down to a science. 
because we'll go to an event and one of us will bug out and somebody will come and say, where's Bill? Oh, he's right over there somewhere. I, yeah, it was just, I was, it was right over there. You guys' teamwork on this is oh, impeccable. There should be a documentary made We're about good. you two at a Christmas party. We're good. You'll never know any of us are gone. It's really it's really quite something to, to witness. I, I, maybe I'll try to record <laughs> it tomorrow. You know who else is really good? Not to throw anybody under the bus. This is kind of like inside baseball talk here. Kevin. From the KVJ oh, yeah. show he's, down the he's down, all, Are you kidding me? He down can the hall ghost here? anybody in a heartbeat. <laughs> I have been to an event with Kevin, and all of a sudden he's like gone. He's there like thirty seconds. It's he incredible. literally, he will literally tomorrow night. You watch. You want to. You want to videotape somebody. It's videotape amazing. Kevin because he'll walk in. He'll say he says hello to the right people, yep. like all the bosses. Yep. He'll walk around the room and walk right out the back door. You'll and that'll be it. And it's, everyone will say, "Oh, Kevin was just here." It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. And I don't think I can even record it. He's so good at it. He's got it down to such a science over the years. I have actually, I'm not kidding you. I have been in conversation <laughs> with him. Conversation, Jen. And I turn around, someone else says, hey, Diener, how's it going? I turn around, and he's gone. He's gone. For Ghosted. the night. See you later, babe. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's what he does. <laughs> it's, it's he comes amazing. in, he'll, talk, he'll, he'll walk in, he'll say hello to Elizabeth, who's the big boss here. And then he'll say hello to Bruce, the second big boss. Then he'll say hello to Mark and, and Randy. This the the other bosses, and then he'll go to salespeople. Hi, how you been? Shake hands. He'll grab a beer while That's he's right. walking. No, he'll grab a water because he doesn't drink. That's right. He'll grab a water. He'll walk outside and he circles back. He goes right out the front door and no one knows it. And he's gone. He's there, literally there 30 seconds, if that. It's the most amazing thing. I will be following him tomorrow night, but that's besides the <laughs> I'm point. I'm the sucker who's there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, usually when I'm leaving, all the office people are like just starting to dance on that's the right. bar. Because it's an open bar. Oh, yeah. It's it's a hell of a party, it really is. It I is. just wish they wouldn't have it on a school night. <laughs> I know. It's anyway, other things to talk about other than our personal lives. Uh, West Palm <laughs> Beach, by the way, they're, this is pretty cool. Uh, they're considering a $15 million park renovation. They're expected to vote on it today for Gaines Park. Uh, apparently it's going to go through and they say it'll be a new community center, new tennis center, new courts. I wonder if they're putting pickleball courts in, uh, but they say if it gets passed, which they are assuming it's going to happen, uh, construction would start in March. Very so cool. that's pretty cool. And West Palm beach gets a, get, you know, with all, have you been downtown recently? Yeah, it's changes so much. It is the amount of construction. Just the other day I parked it. Uh, I was downtown for, I forgot what I was downtown for. Oh, we had a client party downtown. And I parked at the Banyan Street parking lot right across. Just before you get there, they're building this huge building. right now. How they build these I buildings, know. I got to give them credit because these construction companies are pretty amazing. But they're building this brand new high rise, like right in the middle, right next to it. And yeah. it, it doesn't affect it. You know, it, it encroaches on the traffic, but it doesn't stop it. It's like incredible. It's like impossible to, to park at Cheesecake Factory, though, downtown. <laughs> like you have to park is that down still the road. There? It is. Yeah. At, it's called Rose. It's not Rosemary Square. Is that I what think it's called what they now? Call it now. It's yeah. it's so different now than what it was. I but know. anyway, uh, other things to look forward to tonight's launches. They're going to be two. You can go outside. Eight fourteen is the first one. Eleven oh two is the second. If it gets off the ground, this is the biggie though. If you're looking for something special for somebody for the holidays, yes, go out and buy them a Powerball ticket. Nobody won last night. Oh, that's tomorrow right. night's jackpot five hundred million. So you know, I mean, it went up more than almost thirty million dollars overnight. I think it went up more than thirty million. So maybe by you know tomorrow mm -hmm. night it's five fifty. Gee, wonder what's going to happen by the time <laughs> Christmas rolls around. I think I remember us saying this yeah. two weeks ago that it was going to roll over <laughs> until Christmas. What a surprise! Well, no, Mega Millions. 
I'm that telling you, hit. you're right. I, what are the odds? I'm still waiting for somebody to come out of the odds. If in the event you missed it, somebody won Mega Millions on Friday night. Two separate tickets won Mega Millions. Okay, it was 368 million or yeah. whatever it was. They were both bought at the same exact gas station. Never heard anything Two like that. Two separate winning tickets. That's amazing. Yeah. What would be more amazing is if the same person bought the same ticket. Oh my gosh. No. Go back and get another one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I. Uh, how much time do Two I have? Two minutes. Okay. Well, we'll go through a couple of them. The, the Golden Globes were out yesterday. And the problem with the Golden Globes is it's TV and movie theater and right. movies. So it, it kind of gets all messed up. But uh, Nick Cage is up for a nod for Golden Globe for best actor for the movie Dream Scenario. Really? I've never heard of it. Nick, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Barbie, Succession, got the most nods, nine apiece. I, I think wow. I think Barbie's going to get smoked. I bet you Barbie doesn't win anything. I could see that too. I mean, I, I hope it wins something. I, I still haven't seen it. I do want to. I plan on seeing it on streaming. But next week, it's. Yeah. I think starting Friday, it's free. Oh, good. Uh, Oppenheimer has eight as long as well as movie. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, uh, we knew that was going to be in there. Yeah, Emma Stone got uh, poor things. Oh, I heard about her in that. Apparently, she she was really good in that movie. I don't know what it is. They but. have seven nominations, Poor wow. Things, whatever that is. Uh, Emma has two chances of winning. She was nominated for both Poor Things and for the TV drama The Curse, which I've never heard of. I never heard of that either. Uh, this is the thing. It's like you go through this. Now, here's the gutcha. Yes. The 81st Golden Globes are going to take place on January 7th, CBS. They can't find a host. Sean Hayes, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, Ali Wong, and, yes, they asked Chris Rock. They've asked Chris Rock to, <laughs> to be the host. Uh, they've all said no. I think you no should one, do it. No one wants. Oh, you Good. don't want Ask me there. Jen Ross. I, I would. Be, I would. I would think, do it. I would be like, what's his name? Oh, the Ricky other, Gervais. Oh, I would destroy these people. Do no, it. I would be out in ten seconds. Come on, committee, hosting committee, <laughs> right here. We got your host. I'll do it right for the here. bargain price of like half a million. Just yeah. Sure. Come on. Just pay me. I'll show up. Uh, it would. Uh, it would. And, and Taylor Swift is up. For her very first Golden Globe because of her film, The Heiress Tour, among eight films for Best Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. The film made more than $150 million, so therefore it is up for an award. It's true. Unbelievable. What a career. It really is. (laughs) Hey, Rapid Fire's up next. What's even more amazing is if I could find two stories to tell you about. I'm with you there. (laughs) I do have Taylor Swift news in Rapid Fire. Other than winning a Golden Globe or being nominated. That's coming up next at 850 WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Oh, this is where we all chime in, come to the table with some stories, and everybody else chimes in on top of it. Uh, Bill's gone, so Dina and I, I got uh, three little ones here, but I'll just throw in the fact that uh, now it's official. Uh, Harvard's uh, president gets to stay. Now it's everywhere. We Bunch broke the story about an hour ago. Bunch of bums. Yeah, she deserves to go. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, the girl just keeps on winning no matter where she is, despite the, the loss at uh, Kansas City. Didn't help them the other day. But uh, she was person of the year. Her movie is up for a Golden Globe because of how much money it made, basically. And now she is helping out the people of Middle Tennessee where those tornadoes struck. I think they said there... It was like an excess of 18, 20 different tornadoes struck. But the one that hit Clarksville, Tennessee, uh, was an F3 
150 mile an hour wind. Wow. Six people were killed, dozens more injured. There's a bunch of people who are homeless. But yesterday, Taylor Swift donated a million dollars to the Tennessee Emergency Response Fund at that foundation for Middle Tennessee. Why? Everyone wanted to know, was it of the goodness of her heart? Yes, it was. But she also attended a high school in one of the counties that was hit by a string oh, of those wow. tornadoes. So she was like, she's one of the first celebrities to come forward. So I'm sure there's some country artist that was born near here that's going to come forward. And there will be a lot more donations. But it's pretty cool for Taylor Swift to do that. That was really, really bad storms when oh, we were over there. And oh. No, but it's, it's, it's a good move. I hate tornadoes. Well, we're not looking at a tornadoes, thankfully, I don't think, for the, the, the next few days. But this is more like a cautionary heads up. It's going to get nasty. How nasty is it going to get? Like, I'm going to get all dressed up for a party tomorrow night. I'm going to get soaked between my house and the door. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully everything's all right for the Christmas party tomorrow because it is, like, partially outside where, where we do our, our Christmas party tomorrow, our company Christmas party. So hopefully it's okay then. But, yeah, they're talking between tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just wind and rain. It got this, like, tropical system coming up through the Gulf. It's going to cause seven to six to five inches of rain Come through, on. you know, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, up into Martin and St. Lucie counties. Wow! Over over the next you know a few days, not all at once, as far but as the rain still. is concerned. But yeah, I mean, look, we got up our Christmas decorations and everything like that. Uh, hopefully, you they know? don't get well. Bring in the inflatables. Deflate the inflatables. Yeah. It's like you I'm put stubborn, a rock on them. <laughs> yeah, I, I might do that. But I'm also stubborn. I was out there last night. I'm like, I don't care if it's windy. I'm putting these things on because my front lawn is adorned with, with inflatables. And it looks nice. Well, thank you. Well, just if you take them down and maybe just put something on top of them that's heavy so they don't get, yeah, hopefully they yeah. don't get ripped, though. Might have to put like, a, you know how, how they open up in the back, that's where the fan is. Might have to put like little little rocks inside there or something like that to keep them down. I don't know. Little rocks. I would put a big rock if I were you. <laughs> so just watch out for the weather. It's going to get nasty, unfortunately, over the next few days. Well, hopefully not too bad. But we could use the rain. That's so true. A Scottish woman picked up a first edition copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. She bought it in a bargain bin for $12. Wow. The hardcover copy titled Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in the U.S. Only 200 were printed. They went to the bookstore back in 1997. It was the first for the series of J.K. Rowling. She sold that $12 book at auction yesterday for $69,000. Oh, good for her. Good for her. So check and make sure it's not a first <laughs> edition before you donate it. That's what I want to know, too. Like, how did, Does it say first edition on it? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, how would you even know? I don't I know think how that it works. does. I think it does. And it'll you know, say and first. It'll first say first first uh, copy or first printing or something like that. And you're telling me you don't hate this woman? This is the kind of woman that you you find a story like that. You're like, oh, I hate these people. Why well, no, can't I, I ever cool. find a, a book or something like that at a flea market where they have you know a priceless painting? Yeah, behind. I know. There's a Van Gogh underneath <laughs> right. the dogs playing cards. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth a billion dollars. So we're we're fine with her. She's yeah, good. Yeah, only sixty nine grand. It wasn't like it was like billions. But still, that's a nice twelve dollar investment. It is. Good for her. I, I like Harry Potter, so I'll, I'll give her credit for that one. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm happy for her. All right. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's the spirit of giving, Dina. You're the spirit of giving. All right. We'll take it. Um, well, this is interesting. You talk about with money and everything. So we talked about it, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Shohei, Shohei Otani. Oh, my God. Yeah, his contract? $700 million contract made big news over the Wait, weekend. How old is this kid? I think he's in his late 20s. 
He was traded or not traded. He was in free agency. He left the Angels and he's going to the Dodgers. The Dodgers signed him to a 10-year, $700 million contract. You heard that right. $70 million a year. Oh, my God. The richest contract in North American sports history. And when you do the math, you think $70 million a year. Except... Number one, you forget about taxes in California, well, so that true. comes down to... And what to, his agent's getting. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So after all the fees, he's getting about $380 million, which still isn't bad. So he gets almost a, a less than half. Yes. Well, about half. Just a little bit more than half, actually. But listen to how this contract is set up. Someone made the point, they said, Otani's not even going to be able to buy a house in Los Angeles with this money that he's making. For the first 10 years, he's going to make $2 million a year. You're right, he can't afford a house. No! And then after that... Well, but how much money does he already have? Doesn't he have sponsors and stuff? I'm sorry. For, I've said the first 10 years. The first five years. The first five years, he's going to make $2 million a year. And then they didn't the last throw in a house years, with all of this? They didn't give him a house? I, I would hope so. Because you see... You know, that, that, that's the thing. That's why I, I found this interesting. You hear $700 million contract. Oh, my gosh. This guy is, like, loaded. He's only getting only $2 million a year for the first five years. And then, you're again, we said the money he's getting after taxes and fees and all that stuff... And on, on the back end is when he's getting paid. Over the next five years after that, he's getting $68 million a year. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. So year six is where the contract starts to well, pay yeah, off. Well, year six, and he probably could retire by then and yeah. say, you know what, my arm's shot. I'm tired of throwing a baseball. I'll go be a manager somewhere and make $68 million a year. And that's why, if, if you don't know him really well, you're wondering, how could someone make $700 million He's two players in one. He's a starting. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball and one of the best hitters. It's incredible. So <laughs> that's how it breaks down. Did your kids like BTS? No. No? I don't even think they know who they are, oh, honestly. Oh, well, that's good because uh, they're like Menudo. Yeah. Well, I mean. Menudo they're not like Menudo. Right. It's been the same seven guys, right? Okay. Uh, they now, Well, now it could be Menudo because now oh. they all have to serve mandatory military service in six in for 18 months in South Korea. I had heard they about this. They all get this. drafted. You got to go. You got to yeah. go, right? You got to go. You can. They allow you to pass the time. You know, when you turn 18, they allow you to keep on pushing and pushing and pushing. But once you hit the age of 30, you got to go come hell or high water. I don't think any of them are that old yet. No. Maybe close to that, maybe 20-something. But uh, they pulled all of them, said, you're going to, you know, war here. Wow. Military service. 18 months. So BTS shut down. I, mandatory I, military service. I remember hearing about that, that they had, that they might, you know, get into some type of mandatory service at some point. Because I think Israel uh, does that too, don't they? 18, two years, yeah. 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 That's why Gal Gadot, or Gadot, or however you say yeah. it. Was uh, in the military. If women that's and right. men, and when you turn 18, two years mandatory service. That's right. And that's why they're really good at what they do. Yeah. It's just that simple. Well, I guess BTS will come back in 18 months for all their fans. Either that or it's going to be like Menudo, and they're going to find, uh, you know, I don't know how many members of this band there are, but they'll find five more, six more guys, whatever the case oh, may be. Oh, replace them all? Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're trying to replace me. I was going to say Menudo. BTS. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. Uh, when we get back, uh, you know what? We're running. We only got one more segment. We're going to leave with fluff. We're not going to talk about Harvard president keeping her job, how Zelensky's begging for more money, or how Biden is lying about his fires in his home anymore. I like how you do the opposite. You do like the reverse tease. You say what we're not going to cover. Yeah, well, that way you know what's going on in the world and that Hunter Biden's trying to get out of the gun charge. Uh, That's all of it in a nutshell. Uh, We're going to talk about Golden Globes and all the nominees because there are so many of them. I like this. And a bunch of other stuff, too. But that's going to be fluff when we get back. (laughs) It's the all fluff segment coming up next. 850 (laughs) WFTL. It's the 
Sap Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Bills got the day off. Hopefully back tomorrow. I get uh, 50 odd, fifty bucks on the odds that he's not returning. Taking another one. <laughs> You're just throwing him out here? You think he's gone? Yeah, I think he's taking the whole week off. <laughs> it's Christmas shopping. I should have taken today off. I should have taken. Yeah, you should have taken yes. today off. I'm sorry. After that Dolphins game last night. My I told gosh. you it was going to be all fluff. We're not going to talk about Harvard's president keeping her job or that more migrants are crossing into Eagle Pass as we speak or that Zelensky's at the White House with Biden begging the, the Congress to give him more money. All right. Or let me see. Uh, Sununu, what uh, else? the governor of uh, New Hampshire, endorsing oh, Nikki Haley. Joke I'm going to do all the headlines in 10 seconds. Do uh, it. Trump, uh, they asked the Supreme Court, Jack Smith, special counsel with the January 6th insurrection, asking the Supreme Court to rule whether or not Trump would be exonerated because he was president at the time. Uh, There's that. What else? Oh, and Hunter Biden's attorney wants the gun charges in Delaware thrown out because they believe the original uh, sweetheart deal is still intact. Clown show. Okay. What else did I forget? Oh, two launches tonight for the yes, the shuttle. Not Harvard the shuttle. president stays. I said that first one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else? Those are all the headlines. Like all right, two fair seconds. Enough. Okay. No Nominees for, for the Golden Globes. Here's the problem with the Golden Globes. They can't find a. They've had like six people turned down hosting it, including Chris Rock. Boy, that was a ballsy move asking Chris Rock to Might come as well, back. Right? I'm like, oh my god. Meryl Streep, by the way, broke the record. 33 overall nominations for. She extends her record. She was nominated for her role in Only Murders in the Building. She was oh, a guest. Really? She had a supporting role, yeah. She they never had, really wins. I mean, she she's won, but she doesn't win like every single time, you know? No, and I, I forget who it was that once said, thank you, Meryl Streep, for not being nominated. It might have been Sandra Bullock <laughs> for not being nominated this year because I actually won an award. Uh, she traditionally does win, unfortunately, when she's nominated. <laughs> uh, things that got a lot of nods. Barbie and the TV show Succession, nine awards apiece. Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon, eight. Come and on, Emma Stone, the movie that she's in, Poor Things, got seven. She, uh, it's got a lot. Uh, Emma, by the way, has a chance to win twice for Poor Things and for the TV show The Curse. Wow. Best motion picture drama, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro. That's a Bradley Cooper film, right? Oh, yeah. I heard about it. I think it's on Netflix. Is that about like some famous composer, I would assume, like a Tchaikovsky or a Beethoven so. or something like that? I know nothing of it. Past Lives. I'm asking you. I'm looking at you over there, Dinner. Do you know any of these films? I was about to start looking some okay. up. So. <laughs> the Zone of Interest. These are all films up for best drama. Traditionally, the Golden Globe set to the stage for the Oscars. So one of these films is going to make it. Anatomy of a Fall. Those are all the drama. And then they have the best picture comedy, uh, Poor Things, whatever that is. Barbie, American Fiction, The Holdovers, May, December, and Air. I've heard of none of these with the exception of Barbie. Uh, you know Air. That was the one with uh, Ben Affleck about uh, the Michael Jordan shoes. Oh. Yes. That's up for best picture. How about that? It was good. Well, you said Oppenheimer's in there for best picture, right? Yeah. And okay. that's under the drama. See, they, they break it into so right. many different categories. Uh, Bradley Cooper, by the way, is up for best director for a motion picture for Maestro. I didn't know he was the director of that, too. He's also up against Martin Scorsese. Yeah, it sounds or like... Or Christopher Nolan oh for boy. Oppenheimer oh. or Greta Gerwig for Barbie. Oh. I think I think my I my prediction is Barbie's going to get snuffed. You think you so? Watch. Yeah. A lot of snubs for Barbie? Yeah, they, they're going to be the just, snub movie? Just because of what they're up against. You can't tell me Oppenheimer wasn't a better movie than Barbie. Oh, wait a minute. I got another one. What? I mean, Oppenheimer... Well, I didn't see Barbie yet, but I would think Killers Oppenheimer Killers of the Flower better. Moon. They love Scorsese. I know, they do. That's true. You know, although it was three and a half hours. It's a cinema! It's cinema! Cinema! That's cinema. 
I got another one. What? I had to mention this during during rapid fire, and I forgot. Best original song. Did you see what was nominated? No. Peaches, 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 oh, peaches. Oh God, peaches. no. <laughs> Watch it win too. Yeah, some that Mario Brothers stupid movie. Bowser Peaches song and Jack Black did it became like a huge hit. Oh, it was fantastic. It's a huge hit for like five minutes and then it went down. Listen, <sighs> that's a great song. Actors <laughs> up for best performance in a yes. drama: Bradley Cooper, Killian Murphy, Leonardo DiCaprio. Boy, wow. what a what a cast this is. Jeez. Barry Keegan for Saltburn, mm. Andrew Scott for All of Us Strangers. And Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Oh, I have his uh, rookie card. Coleman Domingo, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who these people are. I don't know. Well, they're not going to win. So. That's terrible. I'm looking for the song. Best TV drama, by the way, Succession had the most. That's a, that, Those people are the evil, evilest individuals on a planet. I've ne- the crown. That's a tough one. It's The Crown, The Diplomat, Last of Us, you say it's great. The Morning really Show, that's good. Succession, 1923. It's tough, man. It's a tough category. Oh, they're all tough. It's funny when you watch, like, you know, Succession. Uh, Kieran Culkin is a big star in that show, right? Yeah, it's Macaulay Culkin's little brother. His little yeah, brother. And right. that, so, you He's know, one of the evil, rotten kids. And when you, <laughs> that's right. When you watch, you know, Home Alone this time of year, you're watching it like there's a little Kieran Culkin. It's like you can't, you can't watch Home Alone the same. He's a good actor. He is. And I leave you with this. Yes. Toby Keith returned to the stage after his battle with cancer. He was there Sunday night, performed for more than two hours, brought up Sammy Hagar and Trace Atkins, and paid tribute to the late Jimmy Buffett with a song called Changes in Latitude, Changes in Attitudes. Out- outstanding. It was Good. great. We will be back. Hopefully, Bill will join us tomorrow morning hey. at 6 o'clock. I think he's calling in sick again. <laughs> anyway, well, you have a great day. Be careful with the rain and the wind. We'll see you at 6. Thanks for listening.